Hello and welcome. This is Nancy Cooper with the To Light Show. Today we're going to talk about why you should be charging for your services. This is such a triggering topic for so many spiritual service providers and for a lot of people out there who very, very much believe that spiritual service providers should give away their services. They shouldn't charge for them. So let's talk about the ins and outs of this and the importance of charging for your time and your services. First and foremost, I really want to go ahead and kind of point out the pink elephant in the room where there's this very odd stigma attached to spiritual services. So there's this idea that since we receive our information from the divine, instead of having gone to some school like dental school or med school or uh, learned how to become an auto mechanic or a teacher or anything, but because our knowledge comes through transmissions from the divine, that we are meant to share that information freely. Here's the thing. That is absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. We do share this information freely, don't we? Most of us do. Most of us who are spiritual providers, we offer so many free resources. We offer free energy healings and clearings and reprogrammings. We do so much in service of the collective and offer ourselves freely so much, right? So why is there still this expectation that in order to actually work with someone one-to-one and spend that dedicated time with them, that that should not be charged, okay? This comes from a very, very old program that was created to enslave women, to keep them suppressed and oppressed and to keep them from being able to have power. So this is especially connected to powerful women, women who are innately connected, women who are able to access this type of knowledge and information. This is a collective group paradigm and program that is specifically in place to hold women captive and in slavery. There is the suppression and oppression that is happening and occurring today all over this, this entire planet that women are still being oppressed, even in, you know, the more enlightened, um, awakened and more progressive countries like in Europe and here in America and Canada, you know, there is still this deep oppression of women. And unfortunately, because as women, we also exist in this paradigm, we exist within this 3D reality, we are living within it, it is easy for us to become captivated with this program. So we start to fall in line with it and say, we're witnessing this all the time, so I'm going to align with this program. This is something I talk about a lot when um, I work with one-to-one clients where 
we have to make sure that just because something is occurring, we're not going to put our head in the sand. We're not going to pretend like it's not, but we're going to bear witness to it versus align with it. So what I mean by this is, yes, we're going to bear witness to the oppression. We are going to witness it. We are aware of it. We see it happening. But that does not automatically equate to us being a participant in it. This comes from us healing that program. This comes from us making the conscious decision to say, that's no longer going to be my reality and I'm no longer going to align with this program. This takes healing. This takes clearing. This takes work because this is a program that has been placed over us for hundreds and hundreds, thousands at this point of years that we are working slowly to break free from. So we have these people that are so committed to this program, right? That, that tell us that there's something wrong, that we're wrong or bad for wanting um, an energy exchange when we take time to work with someone and we are channeling for them, we are channeling healing. This is, this is uh, a very interesting, I feel like, paradigm too, because most of these people are women, right? They are women also, and they are kind of condemning, they are persecuting other women for trying to step out of this paradigm. This has a lot to do with the witch's wound energy. This has a lot to do with that energy of don't do that. You're wrong for doing that because underneath all of that condemnation is fear, right? Fear of you're going to do something to get us all killed. <laughs> this is a very, very deep fear program that lives within women's bodies. This is why we have these different archetypes of, you know, the vigilante or the martyr where, you know, the vigilantes out there witnessing other people trying to rise up and they're like, don't do that. Um, I'm going to have to call you out for, you know, doing this wrong because, you know, that's my role. That's my job to help keep everyone safe or the martyr who wants to play that role of, you know, oh, you're not helping me. You don't actually care about me. You're not really spiritual since you're not just giving freely and allowing me to be an energetic vampire for you. That This is like this super wounded feminine energy. So I'm going to go ahead and just say if this is an energy that someone is, is vibing with and they're listening and getting all activated and triggered and upset and feeling um, all in their body, I'm going to just invite you before you send me an email, before, like before all that starts, I just want to invite you to come into a space of, of asking, of asking yourself, you know, why, why do these words bother me so much? What, what is so upsetting to me about what she's saying? What, what is this activating? What fear is this triggering within my body? Because here's the thing, when we get upset about what other people are saying, especially when they're speaking a truth, this is activating something in our body that needs to be healed. There's something there that's coming up saying, I like, I need your attention. I'm not feeling safe right now. And a lot of times when women don't feel safe, what do we do? We get angry. 
we get angry, right? Men, when they don't feel safe or when they feel like they're in trouble, they hide. Women, we get angry, okay? So this is, this is a natural thing, and that's okay. There's no condemnation. There's no, you know, shame on you for feeling this way. This, this isn't your fault. You're in this situation because of the environment and the program that is being bombarded onto all of us. This, this is a, it's a collective agreement that we all came in here to share um, as this oppression, okay, has, has been taking hold and has been in place for all of this time. Now, as we start to become more conscious, as we start to remember, or as people like to say, as we wake up, we start to realize the truth, right? We start to realize the truth around these kind of beliefs and concepts. Women used to be highly revered. There is no person on this planet who should freely give of their energy in any way without some type of energetic exchange. We all know how that goes, right? If we've been in a relationship, a friendship, a romantic relationship, any type of any relationship where we have felt that we have overgiven, does this end well? <laughs> it never does, okay? So for women who are here as healers, there has to be some type of energetic exchange. It, there has to be. This is law. It cannot be where someone is giving and giving and giving and giving and they're not receiving because eventually the receiving will stop and they're no longer going to have anything else to give. They haven't opened themselves and continue to make themselves a, an open conduit for flow, for energetic flow. We're not meant to all receive and we're not meant to all just give all the time. There's meant to have this ebb and flow of in and out, in and out, in and out, coming and going. Energy comes in, we send it out, we share it, we open it up. You know, all of that pure magic and flow in our reality and in our experiences so if we're in this space of, you know, I'm, I'm worried that if I ask someone to pay for my services, that they're going to tell me I'm bad, or I just already feel that. I just already think I'm bad because I'm asking someone to pay me for my time. And I, I, I want to help kind of get us to look at this from a different perspective. I already said that about, you know, a doctor or, um, I don't know, mechanic or, you know, any person, a lawyer, oh my gosh, um, anyone who has knowledge, right? That there is not this expectation that they should just give it away for free. Now, do we have those friends where we know maybe they're a great baker or a great cook or they are a lawyer or they are, they're a veterinarian and we have a quick question and we say, hey, what's your opinion on this? We, we gladly give some information away, right? This is how we do it as spiritual providers and practitioners. We freely are happy when someone says, hey, I need help with healing the father wound or healing this. So we say, you know what? I'm just going to do a clearing on that. And I'll invite everybody who wants to attend. So we freely open ourselves to supporting those in our circle, to supporting our community. But would a lawyer take on a case? Without saying, hey, this is going to take a lot of time and energy and my expertise in this field. So therefore, I'm going to have an energetic exchange and this is what it's going to cost you for this time, energy, and expertise. No one thinks that that's weird. 
No, nobody like it's expected, but because this is spiritual energy, somehow this, this changes and there should not be a difference, a different scene in this. It should be, this is your time, your energy and expertise, just like it would be for a doctor, just like it would be for an auto mechanic, just like it would be for a dentist, an orthodontist, whoever, whatever, there's no difference so for us to fall into this belief and expectation, we are ascribing to slavery for ourselves. We are ascribing to servitude. We are ascribing saying, well, I just have to be in service because of my gifts. And therefore, I'm going to surrender my power and, and be in servitude to who, whoever commands it. This was an old energy again connected to the witch's wound, a lot of women who did have powers, who did have abilities, one of the ways that they were safer was they were, they were in servitude to the king. I mean, how many, like we've seen this, we've seen so many, even in the movies, you know, even in these shows where they show that these people in power, they had a soothsayer or they had the person who would toss the runes or they had a witch. I mean, Gosh, I remember this from my childhood. The first time I ever really, I feel like, got exposed to this concept was watching, you know, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, the Kevin Costner version, where the sheriff of Nottingham had the witch, right? And that's how she wasn't being burned at the stake because she was staying there under his protection. She wasn't getting paid anything. She just was able to have somewhere to live and not be hunted like an animal. This was the exchange, so we're in a different time. We're in a very different energy where we don't need to give away our abilities just so we're not persecuted. Now it's time to embrace this as, as something normal, as something that's, yes, this is a gift. This is an ability that I have. This is something that I have to offer. This is an expertise of mine. And this is what it costs, this is what I charge for my time. It's not about I'm charging for my healing. It's not about I'm charging for these services. We're charging for our time, just like any other service provider out there does, like a lawyer or a doctor or whoever. We are charging for the expertise and the time. And that is not something that should be demonized. That is not something that should be, um, you know, represented as wrong or immoral. This, it's an energy exchange. It's business. So if you are a provider, and this is something that even when I talk about this, you're like, I know this, but I'm still struggling with this. I'm still having a hard time. Like, why is this still coming up for me? Um, this is something that I'm, again, here's something free I'm doing. Uh, I'm offering a free energetic clearing and healing coming up. This is going to be on February the 28th, um, at 1 PM Eastern standard time. We're going to do a clearing for this type of energy and we're going to do a DNA upgrade and reprogramming. So if this is something that you want to join, if you want to get registered, you can utilize the link that you're going to find with this recording. Um, if it is past this date, when you come across this recording, no problem. You'll be able to find the archived recording 
inside my monthly membership called the Alchemy Alliance. That's all I have for you today. I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you start doing the work to move out of this old paradigm and to remember that selling your service is actually an act of love. Okay, this is so important for you to remember that you have a purpose, that you have a gift, and by sharing it with others for an energetic exchange, that is an act of love. I will tell you, I have offered to work with people for free. They don't show up, they don't commit, they don't put in the effort, they don't put in the work. The energetic exchange shows you that someone is ready and able to meet your energy. Because as a service provider of spiritual realms and of spiritual work, I know that you're someone who's going to show up and give it your all and be fully committed to the transformation of your client. You want clients who are just as committed to their transformation as you are. And those ones are going to be eager and happy to pay you for the expertise that you have to offer them. Have a wonderful day and I will talk to you soon. Namaste.